Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the world. I'm your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. Oh my god, I'm so sad right now. I'm so sad. (laughs) (laughs) The sad lover. (laughs) The devoted sadder. I'm your devoted lover, Elanito. And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And tonight, (sighs) we are discussing the last piece of heart-to-heart media available to us at this point in time. Yeah. The 1996 television movie, Mm. Till Death Do Us Heart. I don't know what year this one came out. I think it was 96. Um, I can't believe it's the last. It's the last one. We got through everything. I say we got through. We got we enjoyed through. everything. Like we, <laughs> we suffered we did, through. We did all, all of it. <laughs> I don't. We didn't suffer through mo- most of it. Uh, most of it was a pure joy. Yeah, yeah. Overall, such a joy. Yeah. Nineteen ninety six. You were right. Yeah. 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 See. See. Oh my god. Oh god. Well. Enough of this sentimental bullshit. Uh, yeah, let's sorry. tell you I, what I took this. It there. <laughs> let's tell you what this was about. In uh, mm. I'm going to try and do it in a minute. Huh. What do you think about that? Wow. Refreshing. <laughs> That's so fast. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not going to happen, but <laughs> I'm going to try. Okay, my final minute max uh, until the new series starring Justin Theroux and Parker Posey comes out on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Um, or I don't Netflix. have or Netflix or, or Hulu HBO. or HBO. HBO. If it was HBO, it would be. I feel like it would just be nasty. Or like they would. They would be PBS. It would be inappropriate. It would be like Cinemax. Yeah, <laughs> it used to be. Yeah, or whatever company all the creative people that are quitting those companies go to form. Yes. that's where the new heart to heart should go. Exactly. And fly, fly, new heart to heart. We are Go available. QB. <laughs> we are available as consultants for the new heart to heart. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. done. We're done. We did it. We're done ish. We've done it, but we're not. I, I don't know that we're. Are we complete. done? We'll see. Okay. Till death do us heart. Okay. There's a bizarro heart couple on a rooftop fencing in what looks like Ohio, but it ends up being Munich. And the hearts are also in Munich because Jennifer is giving her bone marrow to a little kid who she's never met, who happens to be named Max and who <laughs> falls in love with Freeway Jr. Um, uh, while this happens, Jennifer also happens to be the perfect doppelganger of the fiance of a guy that works at the hospital. And uh, the... <laughs> Uh, fuck. Um, she is, uh, under contract <laughs> with George Hamilton to, uh, like marry this guy and then make sure that if anything happens to, to him, that her inheritance from him goes to George Hamilton. Um, so it's all dependent on this wedding happening and they kidnap one of the Jennifers and then they get rid of one of the Jennifers and take the real Jennifer. And then there's a wedding. All right. All right, Joe, do better than that. The, the, oh, the air God. is electric after that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I really don't understand what happened in this movie. Oh, I'm excited yeah. to hear this then. <clears throat> yes. Till death do us heart. 
The hearts are in Munich, Germany, because Jonathan is buying a brewery and Jennifer is donating her bone marrow. <laughs> is that the right way to say that? Uh, there's a kid called Max who she's donating her bone marrow to, and uh, there's a woman who looks exactly identical genetically to Jennifer again, Rattlesnake Ballerina. And she's supposed to marry this guy to get his money <laughs> for the people who own the brewery, and the hearts become wise to this plan, and they mistake Jennifer for this woman obviously a lot and she, but this woman has a beauty mark so jennifer has to get a fake beauty mark and then when it comes to the wedding they break into the castle to free her but they get both women and they try to pull the beauty mark off jennifer but it won't come off because she's super glued it on because it kept coming off and the other woman's beauty mark comes off because it was fake the whole time which is the best <gasps> twist. twist in heart to heart history uh and then the wedding obviously ends up in a fight people fight and uh, he, they, a silk net gets tossed over the bad guy, and that <laughs> apparently ends his entire thing. The end. <laughs> I don't know. What wow. Happens. All right, Ellen, bring it home. Bring it yeah, home. I you got have, this. Fill in the gaps. Always, I have nothing to add. Fill in the genetic oh, gaps okay. between Jennifer and this other lady. And Simone. Simone. What's it called again? <laughs> so death do his heart. So death do his heart? Correct. Mm. Death. Stewart's heart. <laughs> so it's George Hamilton and a blonde lady, and they are talking very cryptically, and then they engage in a round of saber, and he cuts her shirt open, and she wears a very 90s bra. And um, the hearts are in Munich, and they're connected to these people because there is George Hamilton's cousin is a doctor who runs a clinic and jennifer is flying there to donate bone marrow because she has matched to a really irritating child named max <laughs> who i just don't understand what that kid's deal is but it's like <laughs> oh it's max like real max ha 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 yuck imposter stupid kid you're not max and then um Jennifer's doppelganger is actually engaged to the cousin who is the doctor who runs the clinic. There's a whole backstory with like their weird family. I think I'm done already. Am I done? Eh. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I wasn't timing you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that wasn't good of me. But you know what? Go out with a massive fail, Ellen. Let's end this. I mean, fail. Schmiel. I have a lot to say. We're gonna. I have a lot to say about we all we have good. to talk about That's this great. for the next six hours. <laughs> yeah. So let's I... let let's let some professionals. Oh, thank God! Yeah. Uh, tell yes. us what happened in this episode. Bring and in the ringers. This week we are going to start with Corey J. Brewer. <gasps> Corey J. Brewer. Oh my God! Oh my God! Yay! <laughs> hey everybody, it's Corey J. Brewer, your ambushed convert. <laughs> Uh, we open on George Hamilton and he's uh, fencing his henchwoman and it's like a foreplay thing. Uh, Jonathan <laughs> lets Freeway fly an airplane, uh, which is totally plausible because he absolutely would. Yes. The hearts are in Munich and I am really excited that maybe I'll get to see them in a location from a Fassbender movie or from Suspiria. And uh, there's a doppelganger. And Jonathan calls Jennifer mommy, and I barfed. And then there's a kid named Max, and Joe is dying for some Max references, and we get this crappy kid actor, and Ugh. are you happy now? And uh, there's a dude with a missing wife, and uh, he wants Jennifer to pretend that she's 
her for a party but he tells the hearts all these like really horrifying stories about how fucked up his family is and if i was told that i certainly wouldn't want to stand in for one of them and step right into a fucking trap that's insane um but she of course she does and then uh freeway gets bored of all the bullshit and uh he takes in the sights and then eventually goes to visit uh, little Bone Marrow Max at the hospital. Um, <laughs> Jennifer is in peril at the hospital again. And then there's a switcheroo and a secret passage and a wedding. And the woman of Hench gets hit with blue ink that's definitely crazy juice because she goes berserk. And then there's a Jonathan Doppelganger driver that they're super rude to. Oh. Uh, thanks, it was Murder Pod. You're truly the best heart-to-heart podcast in the world. <laughs> Thank you, Corey Thank you, Brewer. Corey. Thank you, Corey Brewer. That was great. That was fantastic. Spot on. Minute Max. Oh my God. Bone Marrow Max is... <laughs> Bone Marrow Max. <laughs> <laughs> and now, you know what it is. It's a Sisler community. We know podcast. what we're in for. Sisler community playoffs. And now, the final performance of the Sisler community playoffs. Till oh, death wow. do us hard. Joe, instead of opening credits, you get George Hamilton. Oh, quit fencing around and get to the hearts. <laughs> Jonathan and Jennifer travel to Munich to celebrate their anniversary. Jennifer plans to donate bone marrow to a small child. He's sick and his name is Max. Take that, heart squad. Howling Mad Murdoch is about to marry Simone, a Jennifer clone. She's kidnapped by the blonde of Hench and whisked away. Peter meets Jennifer, or is it the rattlesnake ballerina? I pity the fools who mess with Mrs. H. The hearts meet Max, an orphan who loves Freeway Jr. Simone is a con artist who made a deal with Carl Von Tan Man to scam poor Peter. The hearts get the lowdown on an ancient family feud. Top 10 rewrites are on the board. Peter has to marry Simone to secure the family fortune. Is this Jonathan Hart or Vern Swandumper? Our phone lines are open. <laughs> Jonathan helps Max through a rough patch. Jennifer decides to impersonate Simone at this grand ball, causing Carl to choke on his pate. Silliness <laughs> ensues. Jonathan discovers that Simone is being held prisoner by Carl. Freeway Jr. runs off to find his new best friend, little Max. Heart share Heart. final super tender moment. Kleenex, Kleenex abounds. The villains Aww. kidnap Jennifer and replace her with Simone. Turns out Lieutenant Barkley was fooled by clone Jennifer. Carl was going to kill Peter and take the inheritance for himself. Bad guy confrontation time occurs at the wedding of Peter to Stephanie Powers. Jennifer bitch slaps the blonde of Hinch and Jonathan (laughs) drops the tent on Carl's head. Max is okay and Peter marries Simone. We in heart to heart with one final beautiful kiss. And now we close our doors due to too many dead bodies in the cellar and pervs in the rafters. We'll leave you with one final thought, though. Good night, Eric. Good night, Alan. Good night, Joe. Aww. Good night, Boba. Oh. oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh, God Sislers. damn it, Sisters and Jackie and Rachel. <laughs> oh my God. That was beautiful. Wow, that fucking hit real hard. Oh, good job, guys. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for doing thank this, you. for being with us for this. That's. <laughs> What a special fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Ugh. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. This is the last. This is the last one. It's so <sighs> insane. Before we get started, I just have one burning question that none of the Minute Maxes covered, I'm pretty sure, unless I just didn't hear it through the recording. Why the fuck? <laughs> After. The bad guy kidnaps Jennifer. Does he take her on a hot air balloon? Oh, my God. (laughs) What? Because the fuck? Because he's Carl von Austenberg. (laughs) And he like. You fool. (laughs) Yeah. 
That's true. That I is who that is. Can't believe I forgot about that. Because that I spent the last half of the movie thinking, wait, did I miss something? Or was that just they that they dream? just had a hot air balloon and they were like, let's let's, let's use go this. up in the hot Wasn't air balloon. That, I I thought it was just how they were take taking her from point A to point B. <laughs> so wait, did they get they got her from the hospital? Is there is there a hot air balloon, balloon landing pad on the roof of the really hospital? No. I mean it's Munich, it could be. They took her away in a van or something, didn't they? It was I thought so. They put her in the ambulance. In the right? ambulance because but she was no, that's out. how they brought no, that's how they brought the but the you must, doppelganger you, to the hospital. But you would assume yeah. yeah. I mean unless they installed a hot air balloon on the roof, which Heinrich and Weinrich or whatever the <laughs> men of Hench, their yeah. names rhyme, right? Yeah. They're they, shoving the... they dress up as the orderlies to take her and Right, the real one to the or the fake one. I, who knows? <laughs> I want to talk about doppelgangers. No, I have no answer for the hot air balloon. Okay. I wish I did. Like I wish I could be like Can Munich I... is the the <laughs> hot air balloon capital of the con- of <laughs> right. Continental well, Europe. it is it is the rocket park capital of the world. Apparently, it, so <laughs> it's yeah. I I want to talk about doppelgangers. Uh, yes, because right. yeah, they were there was recently. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the article in the New York Times about doppelgangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw the headline, but uh, will not read it. <laughs> okay. I saw the well, photos. I'm too afraid of doppelgangers. Okay. So, <laughs> so the article, the photos are from an artist who started a series of these photos because he found he found who he thought was his doppelganger and who people told him was his doppelganger, who is Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean. <laughs> oh, <laughs> weirdly, the article does not have a picture of the artist. I'm like, I demand satisfaction. I must see I mean, a picture. You of can you just with look Mr. at Mr. Bean. Bean. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so that's what started him off on this quest to find folks that looked alike. And then he does this photo series, but then genetic scientists are like, wait a second. Like what? So it's kind of weird that there's people that there really are lookalikes because people always say that, right, as an expression, right? It's like, yeah. oh, like yeah, there's a you have a twin somewhere in the world. But then you look at these photos and it's like, fuck, like some of them are really close. So they they sent out questionnaires to the people that were willing to participate from the photo project. They got 32 of those folks to say like, yeah, you can we'll all participate in the study. They picked out of those folks, they picked the 16 most matching like most similar ones they use facial recognition software mm-hmm. and picked 50 percent of those 32 and then they did genetic tests like they they tested for dna and they share a surprising amount of dna so the differences hmm. between huh. so the genetic markers are informing the way they look yeah. but then it also sort of shored up the idea that your biomes and all the other things that are unique to you as as a human organism as an organism um were different so hmm. it shows in some way you know the the powerful nature of your genome to it like what those markers mean in terms of your physical appearance mm-hmm. and so i think that's really interesting but i think it's also interesting to think about cuz we're all, whenever there's like a look alike jennifer what was like <laughs> right yeah. it's like wait a second <laughs> wait a minute like this weird photographer just straight up found all these people mm-hmm. and then why 
what? I mean, does it just speak to the, the amount of common markers or does it speak to the volume of markers that there were to be all of these reconfigurations and various things making up the chain of, uh, your DNA to the point where it's like, yeah, if you like shuffle that deck enough and do all the guards up, then you're just going to come up with the same hand right. or a really similar hand. Like right. what are the factors? And I didn't really like the article didn't necessarily address those things, but I just thought it was really interesting. But even more interesting to me is like just the idea of doppelgangers in mm. liter as it's been presented in literature and all the things, but yeah, sorry, that's really like, do you two have any doppelgangers that you're aware of? I know Eric does. Oh, the, the, yeah, no, um, th that's not real. Uh, I, <laughs> I remember seeing a photo or no, it was a it was an ad. It was on Q13 Fox uh, in the 90s. Fox Q13. Q13. Yes. <laughs> the 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 Seattle area uh, Fox network. They had an ad that was like about graduating seniors or something. Mm -hmm. And they flashed on one kid in his cap and gown. <laughs> and I swear to God, I was it like every time I saw it, it made my body go cold. Whoa. Because it was like, that is what I believe what? I look like. Huh. That is That's what funny. I believe my face and like the way he smiled. Uh -huh. And everything it was like that is what I believe to be my body, uh -huh. and I got uncomfortable. <laughs> that's funny. In a way, that's an evolutionary trait. Apparently, of if you see something that looks exactly like you, you immediately need to kill it. Kill it, it. Yeah. because <laughs> it's it's an alien, or it's a double kinger, right. or it's yeah. or it's coming for your food, or your wife, it's or AI. whatever. Yeah, totally. D Joe, do you, have you experienced doppelganger? Yeah, in the weirdest way, where. I like, I also, I just love that we're refusing to talk about this movie. We're like, <laughs> we're not going to do it. We're going to talk about it. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. This, we'll to it. this is but, a doppelganger movie. Um, my, uh, I went on my big European backpacking adventure when I was like 25. We went to the Scottish National Gallery and there were no photos allowed. But in this little stairwell You're hurting me right entryway, now. there was a bust of a Roman emperor named <laughs> Lucius Verus. And he's the 14 and a half Roman Roman emperor. <laughs> and he, like, and it's not just me. My friends pointed this out. Oh, no, it's legit. And it looks exactly I think like we have me. talked about this before, mm -hmm. but oh, not in this, in, not from, not maybe in this not context. in, and yeah. I, and I remember just trying to pose with it to get, and my friends sneaking photos because photos weren't allowed. But I was like, I have to remember this person. Again, stop saying these things. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry that we did that. But it looks <laughs> exactly like me. It's crazy. And every time I see that bust, it's like, holy shit, that's me. It's mm -hmm. really, really wild. Wow. Yeah. And he was the 14, 14 and a half <laughs> Roman emperor. So mm -hmm. I don't know what. Huh. I can't remember the years that he was alive, but. It's bizarre. I can't say that I've ever had that experience, but I might also just have me face everything dysmorphia to the point where I cannot see myself. Mm -hmm. um, not even in my cup of coffee or a still pond. <laughs> um, the opposite of echo. <laughs> yeah. Um, but You're I had anachronic. an experience. 
it, my doppelganger might be out there and might be closer than I think because on last Saturday I was volunteering at a street fair. It was the Hilltop Street Fair, and I was volunteering at the booth for the nonprofit cinema that I'm a board member at. And I was just, you know, doing the thing like, oh, come on, blah, blah. And there was a family, <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> a family and like Asian family, Asian American family. And there was a young girl in this family who was, I always guess the kid's age is wrong, but she seemed like she might be. She was not in middle school. She was not a baby. Mm-hmm. And so that thing, but she was also one of those kids that kind of carries themselves like a tiny adult, you know, like ballet uh, kids. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was kind of like that mm-hmm. and then kind of dressed like maybe like a, a character that Anna Kendrick would play if she was playing <laughs> like a wealthy suburban wife. So like ponytail, boat neck, uh, French sailor shirt, uh-huh. some kind of skirt. They were there for a long time. I wasn't just like checking out children, just so we're clear. <laughs> You're staring at no me. tales of the city. Sure. Um, but the family's there. And and there's also, do you ever just have a thing with kids where you feel like kids have your number? They're just like, ew, gross adult. And yes. like kind yes. of regarding you with what you're projecting onto them as yeah. disdain. Mm-hmm. I was kind of starting to have that one because they just lingered a little longer than I wanted. And she's kind of hanging back. And so the rest of her family starts to move away until it's kind of just her like trailing behind and she leans towards me across like the table in the booth and she goes i saw you yesterday (laughs) what weird and i was like what yeah same like uh, like i I go oh yeah alive i go okay okay Okay." and then i was just completely thrown because i was already like on shaky ground through really nothing that this child this no. <laughs> child is yeah. doing yeah. yeah i'm like i'm like oh this is a, just a mirror to all of my weird neuroses yes. but then she said <laughs> that and then it was that. like okay Gollum, like stop yeah. so, <laughs> so she said that and then i was like oh um uh like and, sh- and she's like i saw you like again like she just didn't waver from that and so the person that i was with another board member i was She's like, we're kind of just having that moment. And, and so she asked me like, oh, really? I'm weird. Uh, where were you yesterday? And I was like, in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I spent the entire day in my house. Huh. So a little weird. So right? it wasn't it wasn't you or. No, it wasn't me. Oh. <laughs> so, huh? Was it my but for myself, it's not that I think I'm so like unique looking or something, but. Um, I don't get that one very often when people, but, but when people do think they know me or they've seen me or whatever, like they're very mm. certain of it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of weird to me. Just look up people that think that they hung out with Rihanna or that like, oh. <laughs> like just look up people that oh. think they've hung out with celebrities. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that is the level of perception that we are dealing with, with human beings. Like, like oh, people, that's so funny. people see certain characteristics and amplify them in their minds to be, to be those characteristics of people that they recognize. Yeah. It's the same reason that we see faces in clouds. It's, we see faces in, in wood grain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is stuff. that called? There's a word. There for is that, a word for it, which I, that I do not know. But we all know what, the, what you mean. But I think. 
with doppelgangers, like there's so many weird treatments of doppelgangers in literature where it ends up, you know, being like, like there's the story where it's like the doppelganger is embodied by a shadow and the shadow takes on all of the dark qualities of that personality and then eventually like sucks the identity out of the original person mm-hmm. or like these supernatural ideas about doppelgangers like the fetch mm-hmm. like when people are like stop making fetch ha- stop trying to make fetch happen it's not going to happen <laughs> yeah. it's like bitch bitch fetch has happened and it's like a weird creepy supernatural irish thing about your spooky twin okay <laughs> fetch happens yeah. fetch is real yeah but yeah i don't know but that little girl kind of scared me a little bit um that is for kind of freaky for her to just um, that is, that's a scary thing for, like kids say scary shit to adults it's all true the time. right they see dead people we yeah. all know it um you're gonna die yeah, I I fit into whatever tall bearded hipstery type dude that uh, like a lot of my closest friends are like, and just everyone in general is like, I saw you and I waved at you and then I realized it wasn't you and that happens to me so oh. much. Just tall really? bearded. Joe, you're so tall. Yeah. I know. And again, yeah. I know that I say this a lot. Yeah. We're just like, people can't see you while <laughs> yeah. we're doing this, right. but. You are I'm I'm a giant. A, I'm the point I'm the tall I'm as I'm so tall that if someone is taller than me in my head, I'm instantly like freak. Yeah. Like yeah. that's yeah. so yeah. scary. You should destroy to that monster. Yeah, I'll push them in front of the train. The <laughs> so anyone like taller than you yeah. is is not just a threat, a threat not just to you, yeah. but by virtue of the your village. position as a guardian <laughs> yeah, exactly. of the villagers, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like it is a threat to the whole village and must, <laughs> must be, be destroyed. destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your impulse is correct, and that is how we know you are a hero. It is um, very freaky to like this- see taller people, and but if I see shorter people, like Ellen, you and I have hung out in real life. <laughs> I'm like, we're the same height. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's, in my mind, that is a weird. We thing. are the same. That is height. a weird thing as a as a fellow tall. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't... I'm literally like half as tall as you. Yeah, yeah pretty like, much. But I don't like. like it's weird. I don't weird. notice how. <laughs> I mean, unless it's like an extreme difference, right. I don't really notice people shorter than me being shorter than me. No. Um. No. But when people are taller than me, I feel threatened (laughs) yeah yeah it's really weird and we've talked about this a little bit previously but it's like for me when i i react when i see someone shorter than me Mm. because i am really really short Mm. and so when i see someone shorter than me i'm all (gasps) like not like what the fuck (laughs) yeah like i don't i don't want to destroy them Mm -hmm. it's it's just like it's just a weird experience. <laughs> and Freeway Junior flew an airplane. <laughs> Freeway Junior flew an airplane. As, Freeway as... Junior goes full of Milo and Otis. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's a bad reference. <laughs> Sorry. Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound is okay. Homeward Bound, yeah. Uh, Milo and Otis. <laughs> run, Joe, oh. run. <laughs> okay, okay. Does, does anyone else... Love that someone said in this episode, I ordered a computer search. Yes! <laughs> Who says that? Uh, Urs- I El- want to say Ursula. Elsa? Elsa. Elsa, the hot German. Oh, uh, the Nazi. Yeah. She was mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. She was great. So <laughs> the, the whole episode starts off apparently in Munich. 
<laughs> I love it. allegedly allegedly in, in Munich. Munich, where they're having an awkward dinner, and there's a giant bowl of strawberries next to this guy, and then they start sword fighting. Which is George Hamilton? Who it's George the Hamilton. fuck is going on? So Ellen, yeah, can you? Can you tell me why I give a fuck about George Hamilton and why I, really. I, I constantly just recognize George Hamilton and know his name is George Hamilton and all this stuff? Like, I've seen this guy forever. I looked up his entire career and I have not seen anything that he's been like. I don't know who the fuck he is, yeah. but I know his name. Mean? I know what he looks like. I didn't recognize. I, didn't I couldn't find the connective tissue with this guy. With him? Oh. What's his famous thing? I don't even know. See? Is this a glitch in the Matrix? Is this like one of those things where it's like we don't know why this person is famous? I'm surprised you both know who this person is. Oh, dude. no, You don't you, know who he is? No. I th- yeah. This is like, I think if you were born pre-80s, you know who George Hamilton is. Love at first bite. He's that's, just okay. handsome. The first okay, thing okay. That comes Love up. at first bite. That's funny. The gay blade. Oh my God. He was in The Godfather Part 3. Mm-hmm. Shut the hell up. Zorro. But George Hamilton is one of those people who kind of, for whatever reason, he his real life identity sort of surpasses his recognition as an actor clearly because you and you and i both know like he's immediately recognizable he's just a celebrity right but i don't say that to diminish his accomplishments totally but this BAFTA nominated actor george (laughs) hamilton and golden globe nominated actor george hamilton i mean i think he's just like don't you think he just symbolizes like this super tan california handsome Handsome hollywood dude he's got those lips that are like a tan man's lips that are <laughs> paler than the rest of his face, and it's really weird. Tan man he lips. Is tan so man lips. Tan. What he can is you explain so the gay blade to me? What is this? Oh, just it's a oh, comedic mm-hmm. Zorro movie. Okay, so it's a. But, it is not. Uh, it's not what you think. But love, yeah, love at first bite is is a. I did love Love at First Bite when I was a kid. I did too. Well, during this sword fight he has with, he Zoros her blouse off her body. Yeah. yeah. Which, which so, was definitely a callback. And then he tastes his own blood. Yeah. Which is also like, okay. a, so maybe that's it. Maybe you and I are just in denial that it's really Love at First Bite. It is Love at First Bite. It's Love at First Bite. <laughs> we there, we just figured out. So wasn't Love at First Bite also kind of a uh, playing on which, like which came first? The Franklin Jella uh dracula movie it was the yes it was playing so on dracula like night dracula 78 or whatever like the franklin jello yeah, dracula but, but it's also like around the same time right and or was it much earlier the the revival or, or the dracula the play dracula was a hit Robin Red Edward Gorey did the sets for Dracula. Oh shit! There was like this whole like Dracula thing happening. Dracula Dracula. in the (laughs) seventies. That was kind of kind of a thing, which I think is interesting. And I I have to wonder, like that same the seventies was also just this moment of like a nightlife resurgence, like in the in the popular culture, right? Like just this whole idea of being out late. Mm. decadence all the things that we associate with 
with a very 20th century idea (laughs) of Dracula, right? Mm -hmm. With monsters, period. I mean, the sexy thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, The George. Anyway, George Hamilton, Hamilton. not Harrison. No, different Uh, guy. His first line in this movie, I'm pretty sure the first line of the movie is, I cannot bear eating alone, even when I was a small boy. And then she (laughs) says, you were never a small boy. And I was like, what? Weird. (laughs) And then they start sword fighting. And like, (laughs) I love them. I'm just, I have to say it. I love, I love, uh, what are their names? Elsa and Elsa and Carl. 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 Elsa and Carl. I thought were great villains. They were super fun. I did immediately just equate them to Bizarro. Bizarro hearts, hearts for sure. Um, yeah. and that's before I even realized there was going to be a doppelganger. She stabs him in this scene. Yes, and it's, it's a dangerous well, love like affair or yeah. whatever. And they're but, it's dangerous. So they're. So I was going to ask Ellen, since you've done some fencing in your past, there's (laughs) she's fencing and she's holding her hand out back as if she's holding a chalice. Is that what is that a proper fencing (laughs) stance or is there a reason? So so they are fencing, but to be more specific, they are doing saber. Mm. So as opposed to epi. As opposed to epi, as opposed to foil. Oh, okay. And so saber is, there's a difference, like the the dead giveaway on saber, like if you're just watching people fencing, like, and it, you're just curious, like what they're doing is to look at. um Their hands? Look at. The hilt? God, why is my. The hilt. Yes, yes. Look at that. Look at that. And so <laughs> that's how you can know because it's so it's if it's an enclosed uh-huh. hilt, then it is saber. Oh, okay. okay. If it's partially enclosed, it is fencing. Cool. And then it's so with saber, you can get a point anywhere on the upper body. So it's above the waist. So there's oh. different ways. So so the way so she hit him on the shoulder mm-hmm. with the tip of the saber. And so with saber, you can also strike with the side or the tip oh. of your weapon, but you can only strike points from the waist up. So they were say they were like, that's, that's a pretty authentic thing. I'm guessing that George Hamilton and perhaps that actress, I mean, that was a well choreographed saber. Yeah. You're going to have a lot of like work. You're going to, and it moves quickly. I was scared for both of them. That seemed dangerous. It did seem really dangerous the way she stabbed him in the shoulder <laughs> and there, there was no protective anything. It, I, I didn't understand what was happening, but it seemed like they were going to kill each other, but they don't cause they're just in love. Mm-hmm. But why is she holding her hand as if she's holding a chalice? Is that a thing? So she's hold. are you saying I her, didn't her opposite hand? That she's not holding the sword in. Oh, it's like out yeah. behind her, like this, up in the yeah, air. Yeah, that's a, a million percent how you would do that. Yeah, so you're you're the way you're holding your body is, and I'm sorry, why am I doing this on a podcast? I'm totally like, <laughs> so you you are focused on the hand that holds your blade, and uh-huh. you're using this almost like a ballast, just counterbalance, and it functions. Mm-hmm. So you're just you, it just kind of hangs there, huh? In the air uh-huh. as part of your posture. That's so. It's slightly. Tur- it helps you keep your body turned turned at the right angle. Uh-huh. So it's almost like you're just using it to to guide you. So if you ever watch, in all three varieties of fencing, you'll see 
people holding their arm that way. And if you really look, you can see that it's almost like a a rudder that helps you guide your body because huh. you're, you're going forward and back, uh -huh. and forward and back. Uh -huh. And so you're just like. That's so cool. That It's just a counterbalance. That's really cool. That actress's name is Katya Ryman. Katya Ryman. She's amazing. She's great. I, I loved her in this. And she, yeah. her first, her apparently most well-known credit, according to IMDb, is a film, <laughs> a film called Suck Me, Shakespeare. <laughs> is it a vampire film? It is a German comedy. Huh. Um, huh. Which... Okay. I've, yeah. I've seen, a, I've, I think I've seen a few. Suck me, Shakespeare. <laughs> um, wow. But I'm willing to check out Suck Me, Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. Just to yes. see Katya Ryman once again. She, well, she was we'll run into her in Munich. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's very Nazi. We're actually, we, we get to go to Munich in three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. Yeah. We're going to Oktoberfest. We're going to Oktoberfest. Oh, for, I didn't know for that. A, yeah. a day. That's exciting. <laughs> it's good to know if we ever get if we get mugged on the street, a nun will protect us with an umbrella. I love that scene. Oh okay, God. so we are jumping ahead. Uh right. but I All guess right, that's let's... what we do. Yeah. So there is a doppelganger of Jennifer named Simone uh -huh. who is betrothed to Peter who runs the bone marrow clinic in Munich. I'm learning this all right now. Yeah. <laughs> am, I, am I right? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, no, yes. That's, that's right. So <laughs> Peter sees Jennifer and is like, what the fuck? You look exactly like my fiance. Mm -hmm. Peter is also being duped into thinking that his fiance, Simone, has cold feet, when in fact she is just like, I I'm actually in love with you and I don't want to be, I don't want to sign your death warrant by marrying you. Right. Because right. that's what would happen. Because she would get the inheritance, right? Yes. Because she yes. would marry him and then she would have to sign a contract with Carl, George Hamilton, saying that <laughs> her inheritance goes to him. All of this is so weird, so bad. Like I just, I have, <laughs> it's, it's such a bad plot. None of it makes any sense. Yeah. If you think about any element of it rationally, it all goes out the yeah. window. So Don't would be my advice on that. Yeah. One. No. So Don't the majority of the time that I was watching this movie, I was just like, nope. I was just shaking my head, like, nope. Get that out of your head. Yeah, just uh, stop thinking about it. Because when you don't think about it, it's really fun. Yeah, you just have fun with the hearts in Munich in at a Munich. brewery castle. Yeah. yeah, which is great. But Yeah, so agreed. The reason that Simone is missing because they kidnap her before anything even happens. Yeah. They just kidnap her, and then they're holding her in the castle, right? And But she... Because they know she's not going to go through with it, or what's going on? I don't I'm really know. Well, she can't. She can't. She could go to Peter and expose the whole right thing. That's the risk, or that was my perception of of the risk and why they have to keep her under wraps. Okay, both to threaten her into hopefully doing it, or to just simply stop her from exposing his betrayal of his cousin right and so right it, it but it, it it originates the whole weird inheritance things come comes from this bizarre dysfunctional family story about um <laughs> hideously like some kind of incestuous weird mm -hmm. thing where one generation of the family 
who had all this money is withholding a huge inheritance from future generations, almost in like a weird folklorish way, except it's real where they won't release money from this trust he made until this marriage that was thwarted occurs, meaning a joining of these two families. Okay. So that's how they find the doppelganger because she's actually a member of the family that needs to marry the member of the Van Ostenburg family or whatever, even though Peter's last name is Donner. It doesn't really. But the doppelganger thing is just happenstance. Yeah. That's, that's just unplanned. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Random. Okay. But like, but Simone was a fuck up and like, they don't go into specifics, but they say she's a criminal. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And she just fell um, in love with... And if she with... gets any of this money, that would be terrible okay. for some reason. So they kidnap her. Uh, I, I don't know why they kidnap All her. The I don't Because like, it's not really a kidnapping either. It's just they're holding her against her will. But she well, kind of goes willingly. Like, she's not... She's she's just throwing. Uh, she, I love when at them. she's throwing ceramics at them, but that's just I love watching Stephanie Powers act out. Like that's <sighs> right. That's one of the best things in the world. Yeah, and then okay, and then so they kidnap her, and then <laughs> there's like this ball ballroom dance where Jennifer shows up pretending to be her for some reason. Oh God. And that then, was for me was the was the weirdest hardest yeah, part. I same, don't understand same. why the hearts got involved in any of this or why that just happened. Just they couldn't help it. Yeah, they just love going in incognito and they love going to balls. But so then they kidnap Jennifer and switch Simone out for Jennifer while Jennifer's under the knife, like doing the operation. They switch her out and they take her on a hot air balloon ride. But does she wake up? On the hot air balloon from her sedation. Mm-mm. No, okay, I like, don't think so. She was like fully taken to the castle. It doesn't. It does not make any sense. But then <laughs> it's like they kidnap someone and say, but, "Hey, would you like to go skiing?" At that point, they know <laughs> yeah. it's Jennifer. She's a doppelganger, and they they switch them out for reasons I cannot figure out. I okay. cannot fathom why. Here's the reason. Yes, the reason is that. They want Jonathan to force the doppelganger to go through with the wedding. Okay. So they're they're telling Jonathan, we have your wife and we'll kill her unless you get it, this unless wedding. Unless you get on her track. to do it. That makes so sense. this wedding has to happen okay. and then we'll let you have your wife that weirdly it, is the doppelganger it back. Like still doesn't make any sense that they would give Simone back. And just like release her after they've held her captive. That doesn't make any sense. But that does make more sense to me now that hearing that. So it's okay. Okay. It doesn't make any sense because they know that Jennifer Hart exists. Yeah. There's so much paperwork. There's medical paperwork. There is she is donating bone marrow to a fucking American child in Munich. Yeah. With weirdest a, with a 40 year old woman with voice. a 40 year old woman's voice <laughs> the weirdest I, i'm a child and my name is Max. i'm a child i'm from munich i love your dog freeway <laughs> oh freeway <laughs> i talk too much and ellen hates me yeah oh and joe hates oh. you as well <laughs> like joe is like 
frantically on the phone, like ordering that bombs be sent, <laughs> yeah, giant yeah. truck fertilizer bombs send, be sent to an send unknown. several <laughs> boxes of candles to this orphanage. Yeah, yes. whatever orphanage that child is from. <laughs> to I the hope rocket was orphanage. Shrapnel scented, <laughs> autumn harvest shrapnel scented. Candles. But send a box that smells like victory. With, before we meet this child, <laughs> this. they tell. So I got really stressed out also because they the <gasps> doctor is like this child's name is Max. Yeah. And, and we'll put a dog in our hospital. Yes. Yeah. Well, but Gross. I was like, "Oh no. The hearts are going to fucking adopt adopt oh. child." Oh, I was I like, had, "No, no, 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 yes, no, no, no." We, we had the same fear. We yeah. had the same I had two fears. My first one was that they're going to adopt that kid, which yeah. I was like, "Please don't." No. That's, no, that's no, so no. not char- in character. And they didn't. They Think didn't. Of all the Thank mixing God. bowls of cookies that they could serve. <laughs> That was very set up, though. Ship a bowl of cookies to that kid in Munich <laughs> from yeah. LA every month, uh, <laughs> then have them adopt that kid. Thank God they. So the Simone and Peter, the doctor, end up adopting yes. Max, yes. the child. Yeah, thank God. Can we talk about? Are either of you bone marrow donors or no. like no. registered? Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an organ donor. Yeah, organ I'm, donor. I'm a registered bone marrow donor. Yeah. Um, I guess I have to check and make sure that I'm still on the registry. But I you did it. You weren't supposed to um, show up for surgery. <laughs> <laughs> You're late. <laughs> um, I did it because they <laughs> they are always actively looking for uh, mixed race. Oh. Oh no shit. Bone marrow donors, and for me oh, because I'm adopted. Um. I also don't really have know, you know, who who I might be, you know, there's no way of really knowing like compatibility wise. That's not really a thing. But mm-hmm. I think for me, it was something when I heard about that, it was like, why not? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just out here all loose in the wild. And uh, um, yeah, so mm-hmm. that's the thing. So mm-hmm. when I heard that, because the process is kind of like, I mean, it's it's not like they're like. Um, I pricked your finger. Thanks yeah. for the bone marrow. Like it's uh, kind of intense. So I don't know. I just thought that was a really unusual um plot. Yeah, totally. Really interesting. Because um, yeah, yeah, so I, I was sort of curious about that. But yeah, but Eric, yeah, you should um look into that. I don't yeah. know if I don't. You know, now I think there's a lot more visibility and connectivity for certain mixed race communities out there um but i don't think that changes the fact that there's not as many inroads i mean i think even just regular people that maybe have more donor options i think it's you know there's not a huge amount of people doing it because because yikes it hurts what yeah what do they do do you have any idea what is a bone marrow it's, transplant? I feel like I'll probably barf on my feet. <laughs> I'll, I'll look it up on my own. I'll look it up. It's not. I mean, it's not. It's not terrible. I don't want. I don't want to. Certainly, wouldn't want to say anything to discourage people from doing it. But it's. But you know, it's just like any yeah. any donor situation. Like it's a procedure for yeah. sure. So I think I was just having a moment where I'm all. <laughs> yeah. Just don't think yeah. about it as much as possible. unless I can take a dog in. And oh, then yeah. Yes. Um. But when the yeah, hearts yes. find out that this child's name's Max, they they look at each other and they say, "Well, for sure, we'd love to to meet someone called Max." And that was 
so sweet. <laughs> I yeah, love I that moment. I know, and so then much. and then as as quickly as it was made beautiful to yeah. us, they it's shit a, right they shit on, on it. it. It's a child. It's a child, it's a, well, ADR a child, child with an adult woman's voice, which really. <laughs> Yeah. It's so unpleasant. And that's so like so a un- mythical creature. I mean, really just like <laughs> yeah, the acting disgusting. version of a centaur. Yes. Yeah. And that child's one of the lines that he before he runs off says, I'm gonna blast off again. <laughs> like they couldn't get any more disgusting with that whole fucking thing. The only way that at that point, the only way to redeem themselves is to show that kid getting murdered. <laughs> like uh. That's the only Instead, way. Instead, they show that kid getting his life saved. Yeah. Yeah, he prospers. Was that kid? Ugh. And okay. getting a puppy. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. That so centaur child gets a puppy. <laughs> I was glad that they gave him a puppy um, because so I, had a, I had another fucking moment where I was like, if they give him freeway, I, mean, I swear to God, I'm going to no fucking way. stab these DVDs. <laughs> Oh no way! No, no way. They, I feel like they know, they heart know. to heart folks would have been uh, flipping and burning cars if that yeah. happened. <laughs> there would have been a Yugo on fire somewhere. Yeah, the, and the, the cars would be just exploding with. <laughs> there wouldn't be an undamaged 280Z. <coughs> oh, silver oh, bullet! Like a 200 mile radius. Oh my god. Um, <sighs> LA Mobile, LA Mobile. LA Mobile. I hate when children are in heart to heart. Yeah, <laughs> we all hate when children are in heart to heart. <laughs> but I like when George Hamilton is on heart to heart. I don't like it when there's like anyone under the age of thirty on heart to heart. Really, like, oh, like really? Maybe we'll get into this. But next what if week. they have amnesia? That's mm. again. What, what, what about my hot dog? Are... What if they're in a strip mall hospital? <laughs> strip mall hot dog girl can go fuck <laughs> herself. What if they play college basketball and they're getting shot at by a revolver from scaffolding? <laughs> that's an a that's a drinking age adult. Yeah. Wow, but still a student. Yeah. Okay. A lot. Wait, is there more, like right? I'm just like blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, ratings. Blah. Um. <laughs> d- did anyone else get, and maybe it was the hair or like the pointy doppelganger eyebrows, but, and the accent. Okay, I just answered it for myself. Did anybody <laughs> else get intense Isabelle Luper vibes from Stephanie Powers? A little bit. Oh, little yeah, bit. totally. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I, I was like, what's happening? And I was that. like, oh, Isabelle. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The patron saint. I mean, yeah. if Jennifer would have <laughs> stabbed herself. <laughs> then yes Uh, (laughs) but yeah i get no i totally get that there was there was an extremeness to simone yeah yeah and it is partially the red hair it's good and just yeah i guess you know stephanie powers and isabelle hubert like they do have kind of they're not doppelgangers but they do have similar features well they both just, just have this there was like, just like the energy of yeah, it was yeah. like there's this like, like easygoing just like oh if you're being difficult then fuck you like yeah. it's just like oh then like i don't want to bother with you which i love yeah but what was the backstory for french doppelganger like what part of did they say they at some point they reference where in france i think they <laughs> I found say it her? was marseille <laughs> 
<laughs> I was going to say, like, it, it seems like a, Mar- a Marseille kind of a vibe. Yes, yeah. On the stabby, the coat du sta- stabby. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Jennifer has huh. to fake an accent to meet family members, like her aunt and I think a cousin or something. She Is it meets Anna, Anna or Aunt members. Edith who will not be fooled? Yeah. That was, uh, all of that was funny to me because that, that kind of all plays into the trope of wealthy families having no actual connection with each other and <laughs> like I, all of that worked for me i just the getting to the gala didn't work for me like that's where mm-hmm. that whole dinner scene where jonathan and jennifer are convincing each other that they have this idea to imitate simone Oh, you don't like that? No, I didn't oh, like it, and it's like it's like something that. that I should like, yeah, because it's a it's a hearts thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was so far fetched. Like, really, it just, there well, wasn't there wasn't a there wasn't like a pin in a place that made sense. To no, me. exactly. Mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. that the idea of her impersonating this random person just because he looks like her for no reason is so just weird and wild and doesn't make any sense. But the way they got to it, I loved because Jonathan was like, he he was like, I know what you're thinking. thinking. And she was like, well, what am I thinking? And he's like that you want to go as her. And she's like, I was thinking that. And then it turns out she was thinking that, which I thought was a great heart to heart moment of just like this cute little plan, like plot being developed between them. I get the cute. Yeah. But I, I, I thought did, it was cute. But it just the way it played out for whatever reason just struck me as not mm. cool. I feel like one of the most upsetting things for me about the ball itself was I kind of couldn't tell what kind of canopy George Hamilton was <laughs> eating. I was having trouble and with then that I too. Also, yeah. yeah. Then I also felt like the outfit they put Simone in was like, huh? What <laughs> it was sh- Renfair Princess. Was that, outfit? that was the worst. I, I feel like she would it. not be doing that. No matter what kind of mood you were feeling, no matter where you were at about how you had fallen in love with this person that you were actually in the process of betraying, like no matter all those feelings you would no no one would want to wear that thing. That was not a thing. <laughs> That yeah. was bad. That yeah. was just disturbing. Very disturbing. Clearly. Yeah. Um, can we talk about clothes? Sure. Because um, I just did. Yeah. We can. <laughs> Joe, I love like Joe is gonna say, uh no. no. We we have to wait. <laughs> We're only fifty eight minutes into the podcast. Oh, we to- <laughs> well, only only three hours left. <laughs> So I'll get I'll get right to it. I obviously hated Simone's dress for this thing, but I feel like Elsa mm-hmm. was rocking it. Yeah, she's impeccable. Every scene, mm-hmm. her color story was so amazing. It made me think of I always think of Meryl Streep and in the still of the night when I think of really oh. just good mm. like ice women colors. Stories, just that elegant thing that Elsa like really had it going on with the mm. turbans and the yeah. I'm sorry, there's the head scarves and the Shit. ivory head to toe ivory, mm. like the twenties on the French Riviera vibes. Yeah, was completely everything. Like she's a million percent, just like an Airte drawing. Like 
just so, 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 so good. Yep. But yeah, I don't know. Oh, and George Hamilton had a crazy riff on like a Tyrolean jacket. That I really liked. So he was kind of giving like Herr von Trapp vibes, but updated. <laughs> Did you notice that? I so when they're on the you. veranda. Mm-hmm, the olive green yeah. jacket. Oh, oh. That reminded me of uh, Amazing. Look, that just, I remember yeah. that. I remember that particular olive green being the only thing men were allowed to wear in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. When I was in Germany the first time, I bought a jacket and it was like that style mm-hmm. jacket. And then I went yeah, to, jacket. when I was in Budapest, the, I went to this bathhouse and in, in like when changing, I put that jacket on and this guy was like, are you unter? And I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, unter. You are unter. And I was like, what are you saying? And he was like, you're a hunter. Because it was like a yeah. hunting jacket. It's, yeah. And I think it's a, it's specifically a Tyrolean thing right yeah uh it's great and it's got like bone (laughs) like antler buttons Mm -hmm. yeah it's pretty awesome so i thought that was strong look well done george hamilton's suit Mm -hmm. when he meets jonathan in the bar Mm -hmm. with the big pinstripes he just looks impeccable Mm -hmm. i loved uh so good jennifer's looking for freeway outfit where she's got the brown trench coat over her shoulder oh, with yeah, the brown that, skirt yeah. and the white shirt. That was very oh, right of right great. now. That was very of the moment. Mm-hmm. Her hair 90s in that scene, her hair on the bridge, mm-hmm. perfection. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Mm-hmm. It was like a it was a new style on Jennifer that we haven't seen before and I was into it. Mm-hmm. It was so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. That's it for fashion. I think that's all. Yeah. I like Jonathan's uh robe when he ran after simone <laughs> yeah it was a nice robe. that Good scene robe. went on for way too long though yes it did a lot of this went on for way too long <laughs> but what if you ordered a computer search <laughs> <laughs> i'm like god that would be so much better to just order computer searches there was a time when that was a thing yeah i'm gonna order a computer search I can't work this in. There's a line from the from the movie that I'm trying to work in so hard, like at aimed at one of you guys, but I can't do it. And I wanted to just be like, when Eric was saying something, I wanted to be like, Eric, there's nothing more boring than listening to a tramp try and grow a conscience. <laughs> 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 Which I think, does Elsa say that to Jennifer? Is that what happens? I can't remember no, when I that think, line was said. I think that George Hamilton yeah, says, that doesn't he, like George Carl. Hamilton, say it to... Oh, to, to Simone, to it must Simone. Because she was That's like, right. I'm in love with Peter. Yeah. There's nothing I think, more boring than listening to a train prank <laughs> or a conscience. Jesus Christ. Well, speaking of trying to uncomfortably fit things into things, <laughs> it's time <laughs> for... Pick your poke. <laughs> the final poke. Wow, that was really a, one of the most masterful pick your poke segues ever. I, I, I've, I've been waiting. Incredible. I've been waiting Incredible. 120 episodes. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, Just so, wow. Uh, wow. Mine is Heinrich, the man of Hench. Although, is he the tall one or the short one? He's the tall one, but then the the fact is... Friedrich, the short one, <laughs> was cuter. Which is the one There was one also that... a flower guy, the guy in the flower truck. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. His ass was insane. Oh. Oh, I huh. don't remember that. It was the insane. The truck was cool. Mm. The I truck was great. His ass. The truck and his ass. Um, uh, speaking mm. of trying to, uh, Tramp trying to grow a conscience. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who's trying? Wait, I'm up. Am I yes. up? Uh, I didn't choose one <gasps> for this episode, which is crazy. So I'm just going to go with... <laughs> I'm going to go with both the henchmen. <laughs> Which the, one is the, the one? So Jennifer's standing after shopping and she's got all these boxes. Cause yeah, people that's, lose, that's and Heinrich. He like pushes the boxes away and she says, hello. Yes. <laughs> it's such a good Jennifer moment. <laughs> yeah. That's the shorter one. No, that's the taller. That's the good looking one. one. Okay. Yeah. He was, he was a good looking guy, but yeah, not my favorite poke. Yeah. This was, oh. this wasn't a strong one for no. me, but it was, um, Heinrich has one of my favorite lines in the episode, mm. which is when they abduct Simone and take her to the castle and she's like, she bites him. Oh, yes. Right? Like they're in hand to hand. Yeah. And she eventually bites him and then he yells, witch! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Not to be confused with my favorite line from Simone when she which screams is, you bitch, bitch at you bitch <laughs> at Elsa, which is amazing. Yeah. I was like, yes. I yeah. actually that, that kind of made me like I, I recoiled a slight bit. Yeah. And I'm a vulgar motherfucker, but like that like seeing oh my God. Stephanie Powers yell bitch yeah. in 1996. Yeah. That was intense. Yeah. Potent. Kind is of that, amazing. Is that line your poke, Ellen? Um, <laughs> witch, <laughs> witch, witch. Uh, that's so funny. Um, uh, I mean, uh, is it George Hamilton? <laughs> I mean, realistically, I guess I don't have one. It's probably like some of Elsa's outfits. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's honestly Elsa really can get it. Elsa's yeah. Elsa's, Elsa's yeah. by far the sexiest creature in this episode mm-hmm. yeah but elsa covered in blue uh cory j brewer tm crazy juice um <laughs> is kind of amazing oh my the god bright blue this is just like such a the bright blue against like her ivory outfit was yeah what everything that was so good what That's was the closest it we get to a suspiria moment was that ink for a quill? The satin a quill, and the weird yeah and she and yeah. jennifer threw that like across her simone, boobs simone threw simone oh simone really I yeah i know that it's confusing but yeah, that, that was I'm simone confused. at that point because i saw the beauty jennifer was look alike jennifer yeah. was in that hideous dress <laughs> okay the wedding dress so simone throws that across elsa's boobs and she acts like she threw it in her eyes she okay she, she, picks she gets up, her in the face she picks a little, up like a drop a very large yeah obviously heavy glass uh-huh Inkwell, but which was which looked like it weighed twenty pounds. I guess that was for the guest. <laughs> she picks this up, and does she smash the bitch over the head with it? No. no, she throws the ink out of it onto her, which I love. It looked great. She the, douses her. It looked amazing. Yeah, that's like you got to get that take right. But all I kept thinking was she's about to she's about to crush Elsa's skull <laughs> with, with this fucking inkwell. <laughs> she and could. it didn't happen. Even when she was yeah, it's, she could have taken that moment. Is it like a moment. callback to throwing the the perfume at Robin? I'm sorry, Joy. <laughs> <laughs> because right? It's like I'm going to pick up this big glass thing and then 
Ow, my eyes. Yeah, yes. my eyes. <laughs> my eyes. That's so funny. <laughs> I would take that opportunity to smash a skull if it were me. Kill somebody. I would one hundred percent just bash the fuck out of that bitch's head. I would just throw it. a lot of shit gets thrown and broken in this episode, which is really fun. Yeah, true. And during that fight scene, it would like Jonathan is chasing George, and he George has a gun, and he unties a wedding veil no 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 no. george george chooses to to fight him saber oh with sabers right right and they so george uh carl politely and gentlemanly hands jonathan if i'm remembering this right hands jonathan a sword yeah to do this fight and then jonathan Pulls a fucking Indiana Jones, yeah. which was amazing. Yep. Like George is too busy, Carl's too busy, like showing off. Like I got the moves, whoop, whoop, I got this zippy zippy yeah. whoop whoop. Right. And then okay. Jonathan's like, "Fuck you!" And he cuts hits the the, uh, the tent, the like satin. Yeah, I love that actually. I did too. I love the it. satin. I will always love that joke. <laughs> wedding mm-hmm, tent too. descends gently around him, and then that's the last we see of that guy. Yeah. It's over. Well, he's he's wrapped up in a he's wrapped in a bunch up in a. In but sadness. at least it actually dropped on him within a half hour or so. Yeah, from like when yeah. the that thing dropped when the thing fell from the bed in the bed episode. Oh um, yes, yeah. when it was pulled <laughs> off the cable. Yeah. Uh, just okay, and but then Jonathan and Jennifer are hugging and kissing, and they're like, "It's over. We did it." But it's just like he's ten feet away from you with a sword. Un- surely undoing the lace that you dropped on him, but okay, I guess that's uh, over. It's yeah. I mean, again, don't you don't can't. scratch that too hard. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> but so we've glossed over the fact that it's the hearts are celebrating their anniversary. Yes, oh. that's right. In Munich, and that's why at the end they renew their vows, right? Yeah, in uh, Max's hospital room. Oh yeah, which, which is I also weird. Really was not into. That's not a nice event. Yeah, no thanks. And that kid doesn't want that either in his hotel in his or hospital room. Well, who well, knows? Who knows? I mean, he's an orphan. Yeah, he's got he's got the voice of a forty year old woman. Maybe like maybe he loves it. I love weddings. I just love renewing vows. I wish I could have seen my right. parents' wedding. If only please, I please see my contrived. Quote, adorableness, unquote. <laughs> I can pretend you're my parents. Thanks um, for the free dog and the bone marrow that may or may not take. Which was also free. I did not pay for this. I must run and ejaculate my rocket now. I'm from Munich. <laughs> I'm German. But I speak perfect English. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, going to blast think, off again. And we can just say it. I mean... If that transplant wasn't successful, the kid just died. So oh cares. yeah, which is preferred. But then yeah. who gets, I mean, who gets the dog? Like, <laughs> yeah, whatever it takes. Who gets the who gets Simone? Yay, Byway or whatever. Then Freeway Junior Simone gets a Freeway has Junior the redemption arc. Right? It's Freeway Junior Junior. Yeah, Simone or Elsa could take care of that dog. She just has some ink on her boobs that she has to wash off. Oh Elsa. <laughs> uh. 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 Holy shit. I have 
<laughs> I only remember that Carl slash George Hamilton said this, <laughs> but I it was it was apparently amazing enough for me to write down in all caps. Do you understand that? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Right, he got loudly. He did. Yeah, yeah, he got loudly. Oh, okay, okay. Um, my one, my one note that I actually felt good about taking. Um, this final piece of heart to heart media was directed by Tom Mankiewicz, the director of the pilot episode. Wow. Of Art. Really? Isn't that great? That's awesome. So bookends. I love bookends. I love that. It's, it's such a great thing. He's been, I mean, Tom Mankiewicz yeah. was involved throughout the series. Right. But it's so great. I love that. And it did seem like they knew this was the last, but yeah. maybe they were unsure because of the whole Max thing. I feel like they knew it was the last. I think they hurrah. were. They definitely left it open just in case. But I, yeah. I got the feeling that everyone involved was like, "This is it. Yeah, we're we're done." Totally, I think so too. That's including great, including the Family Channel or whatever. <laughs> um, and the hot air balloon. I can't. I'm just going. I still can't deal now. with the hot air balloon. Like he. Almost pushes Jennifer over the side of it, but before he says, "As for going to hell for this, there is no doubt, but only after I get what I want," which I thought was just like a very dark line and really weird. But and best delivered from a random hot air balloon. from a hot air balloon over <laughs> Munich. I it does kind of give the whole like <laughs> castle, you know count whatever thing kind of chitty chitty bang bang vibes yeah. <laughs> accidental chitty chitty bang bang vibes yeah uh, just like floating above the when countryside threatening yeah. to murder somebody throw somebody over uh it's a solid move, during really. i think during it's the flex pajama chase scene when simone <laughs> wakes up and jonathan kisses her and she <laughs> screams and runs yeah. out of the room which was kind of good although could have been cut down a bit it could have not been telegraphed to us and it would have been better yeah I, mean, I can't again though you can't you can't try to improve on this like they had time to fill <laughs> no. i could have that just not used time well spent yeah no. the improvement i would make is 95 percent less harpsichord music for oh. that whole <laughs> section shut your goddamn mouth uh, how would i how would i even know what was happening or where it was yeah do you even like blue brower uh i love root brower i just don't like harpsichord music i don't Joe, like jaunty really harpsichord out during pajama chase scenes sorry uh, you don't have feelings yeah i cannot relate i'm so sorry it's just like that John, it was like very wishbone. That's cool. I ordered a computer search about why doesn't Joe understand harpsichord music? <laughs> it should be here in the next two weeks. Uh, I'll let you know when I get the Send me the harpsichord hits and I'll try to get into them. I ordered a computer search. <laughs> I ordered the computer search. Uh, so good. <laughs> it is so good. Oh my god. <laughs> Your problem is trying to control women without understanding women. Oh, good line. Good line. Um, another quote. 
is at the ball and Jennifer is getting found out by somebody she's dancing with that she's not actually Simone. I can't remember who oh, it was. Oh, that fucking guy oh. where she's like, the you cousin. almost drowned. Yeah, yeah, right, what? right. I'm oh, an excellent it was raining. It was yeah. raining. It was raining, whatever. Simone, what is your damn problem? Or whatever. Jonathan <laughs> pops into the background of them and says, I haven't waltzed since I've been in short pants. Mind oh, if I take a twirl? We have not mentioned I was just about accent. to. Accent. What the fuck? Or Jonathan goes undercover as a pervert, as just yeah. himself from yeah. Texas, like, as, or what? as just himself no, as yeah, a like, creep. No, because he creeps on Elsa. Oh and yeah. On well, she creeps on him too. Everyone. She's because oh, he's so, you, told to creep. How, on how him. do you swing yeah, yeah. your sword? That that whole thing was pretty good. The first time Oof. that he meets her, she's decorated for the she's decorating for the ball, and he says like nice decorations. And she, what does she say? She says she like touches her bra. And it's just like, oh, if I was decorating for you, I'd start with me. And she's like alluringly touching herself. And it's like, yeah, what is happening? Mm, I was, I was just, digging, I was digging all that. I was digging all of. But the, why does like, he have an accent? The accent bugged me. I didn't like any of the accent stuff, but I did like the flirtation between. Elsa and Jonathan, it just seemed earned for some reason. Like it just huh. worked for me. Cause she, and I think it is because just she's super hot and so is he. Yeah. And, sure. and he's sense. a wealthy magnate. So like, of right. course he's just there to fuck. Like, yeah. and he's buying their brewery. No, yeah, I mean, that was a, like that was all a ruse. Oh, it was. But, that was all a ruse. The the brewery had nothing to do with anything. Oh. Like that was him. That was his ploy to get in. That's why he had the accent. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, okay. But also his reasons, his fake reasons, were totally legit. It was like, yeah, diversify. Yeah. Right. Wu Tang told us this. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay couple rewrites real yes! quick quick ones though right. i don't you can't rewrite the whole you, final i can't the make final this work rewrites. um oh my god it is the final rewrite it's the final rewrite so peter who say we don't see simone at the beginning of the episode and peter meets jennifer and is like you look just like my wife and then later on in the episode they're introduced and the wife is like just total horse face like doesn't look anything like jennifer and it's just like she's just like disgusting looking and and it's just like jennifer dealing with that for the rest of the movie (laughs) which i would just love to see stephanie powers facial expressions of dealing with the fact that people think that was what she looks like may may i chime in just i don't know how you'll fit this in here but this will be my last rewrite oh yeah this is not a rewrite of the entire podcast (laughs) yes um in that case i think you should switch it from being a bone marrow transplant between jennifer and the kid to being a face transplant (laughs) yeah a face off face off (laughs) i love that face waterfalls yeah face waterfall i love that idea um which leads nicely into my second rewrite where okay this one's crazy so you know they let freeway into the hospital and they let him on max's bed they let yeah so he's on the child's 
gurney when they're wheeling him into into the surgery. We can acknowledge that. So they do the bone marrow transplant on Freeway by accident, and Freeway becomes sentient. (laughs) And he (laughs) somehow, but somehow it's like Max's bone marrow that he gets, the real Max. And so he becomes a sentient dog version of Max. Which would be the greatest show of all time. He's always got a cigar in his mouth and is talking to his bookie. Yeah, and and running poker games, and that's the and spinoff Paul series. Is, is in the in the series. Yes, yes. Which, just reminding me that I watched a movie with Lionel Sander in it. Oh, what you watch? Yeah, um, little Michael Caine movie called Pulp. Mm. Mm. Dig it. I love that. Thumbs up. Ugh, I love Worth Lionel watching, Sander. by the way. It was. Uh, I want to say it's 1973. Um, Lionel Sander is younger than well I mean he's like a few years younger than Max uh, though he has white hair they've mm-hmm. given him white hair he is fan fucking tastic oh nice absolutely amazing in that movie that sounds I fun like that movie. I love that the movie's okay the movie's okay but I'm a Michael Caine person I, I'm, a, I'm a fan another quote from this movie when the doctor meets jennifer after knowing simone she says god that's she's like talking about how much they look like each other and she says god that's amazing even the alignment of the front mandible oh yes i love that she like just to prove that she's a doctor yeah yeah it's just like total like um your skull is aligned (laughs) that's just completely something like with the naked eye you're like so we know the doctor's um ai a, a doctor. yeah yeah <laughs> she just got through telling someone that they're stone deaf Stone deaf, <laughs> which is an affliction of heart pain. yeah your diagnosis stone, she deaf. Is the, stone deaf. the only cure a hot dog yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um, skating skating <laughs> i love the twist of the beauty mark Oh, that was great. I love that. That was great. Simone, to prove that they've got the right person, she goes to peel off the beauty mark from Jennifer, but Jennifer had stuck it with super glue. So it's not going to, and then it does peel off Simone. So good. It's a fake beauty mark. And no one ever asked. No one ever asked. That's so, so good. Yeah. I love that. That's such a good little twist. I always always think beauty marks are fake, anyways. But the whole. I don't know, like the doppelganger thing, like where did it take us? Where did it go? Why was it even a thing? I don't understand any of the Honestly, if you devices. take the doppelganger thing out of it, there is no episode. Again, like it's <laughs> I guess to give to give some credit to the writing of this episode, all of these things were necessary for anything in the episode to happen. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Just like the kidnapping of the doppelganger, Simone, and then the kidnapping of Jennifer just did not make any sense in my mind. I don't know. I don't know. There was also a moment where there was a lot of exposition, expositional dialogue being given, and I got so bored that I tuned out, and that was the moment I should have been paying attention to understand yeah. this plot line. Uh. They were explaining everything, and I was so fucking bored i could not it was like it was like listening to a tramp trying to grow a conscience there was a moment in it i'm trying to remember the exact moment but there was a moment in the episode early on where joe and i looked at each other and went 
what the fuck is going on? Like, like with genuine concern. The first time was the kid's voice. The, well, the kid's voice was one thing, but it was it was once Simone was introduced, it just the, it reached a level of like you've gone one step past absurdity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it didn't make any sense. <laughs> I just didn't understand when they switched her back at the hospital. That's like, really what is, is going on? Why are you doing that? I did. Yeah, I don't yeah. get that. I, I really don't get that plan. They could have, they could have, if Simone was more on Carl's side, it would have made more sense or yeah. not necessarily on his side, but more, um, uh, more part of his plan. Yeah, it makes more sense to go the opposite way, where they're, she's trying to marry Jonathan or whatever, and she's switching herself out for Jennifer. Like that makes more sense. Well, that would have been bananas, like that, because that that would never happen. You can't. Well, the first rule of heart to heart is you cannot threaten the heart's relationship. I guess. Like it's really like there's nothing Shaden. that can fuck with their relationship. Yeah, that's true. I think that's Shaden. the one cardinal rule. I don't know. I'm trying to make it work, and it's it's it just doesn't work. <laughs> it, it doesn't work already because, like, Jennifer would never be like. So you say I look like your fiance? I will pretend to be your missing fiance, yeah. who apparently <laughs> why who apparently doesn't want to marry you, according to you. Yeah, your fiance doesn't want to marry you. So uh, yeah. I will pretend to be her. Just to that. keep up an image that you're still getting married, like she wouldn't do that. No, and just if you just take that alone, isolate that little thing from the whole movie. Why was she? Why was she doing that to to prove to his to the the important people that he was at this ball with that she's he's still on he was still getting married. We That's either, the idea. We either have to believe that she just really wanted to go to the ball, right. or that she like Jennifer Hart. Just wanted to get into some shit. Yeah, like she, she was just she's like bored and she shit. wanted to get into some shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, or it's bad writing. Um, <laughs> but I think it's funny that at a certain point in the series and then in the films, the writers openly acknowledge amongst the characters what Joe, you in particular, have pointed out about the series and which we've talked about a lot since then, just that that's the thing the hearts do. But now like at a certain point in this series, it turns a corner where they start to acknowledge that. Right. Mm. Where they're like, they're like, well, mm," you know, and Max is the one Max is the audience often like, right. Max is us Uh in the heart to heart of us. He is the viewer. And the things that he says about their behavior are what we're saying. Right. And so he, is the one that kicks off that sort of thing about just acknowledging that the hearts are basically, he doesn't use this word because I think this word is too scooby dooified but he, but they meddle. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And Max is complicit in the meddling, but he's also the character that calls it out. Yeah. And then that becomes part of a semi-regular acknowledgement. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh my God. They could have kept this going forever. If after Max died, I think the hearts just got into wilder and wilder situations <laughs> like they just couldn't stop themselves <laughs> they had no conscience they go from so dark yeah. yeah yeah they just start i actually people. think they should just have kept the movies going and just every single episode should have a random character also named max <laughs> i do i kind of love that 
but not this child obviously like this was a, a, a misstep but having just somebody named max around I want every single that. episode yeah, that's that the show cute. i want a 68 year old cigar smoking poker dealer named maxine oh yeah uh that'd be great and actually did we ever even do that when we were recasting in the early days of this podcast did yeah, we, we ever did. do a maxine yeah i think we did alice and janney <gasps> Oh, that's a good one. I think that was wow. one. And then there were a couple Maxes that we were like, that would be fucking mm. amazing. For yeah, sure. but now on the last sec, like, is this the second to the last episode? Of our, the whole podcast? It was murder. Um, Technically. Unsure. Unconfirmed. Unconfirmed. <laughs> I refuse to say that this is over. Okay. Um, but, well, but I will say that this, this and then our recap next week will be uh the last kind of known yeah (laughs) known quantities the public Mm. entries (laughs) sorry we've fallen down now like a a sort of like oh but what i was why i was really asking was to to say like from early days recast like recasting Mm -hmm. reboot heart to heart versus now just like I know this is more of like a, a recap thing, but we have to do it at any opportunity just because. Joe, <laughs> yeah. who would you cast right now as the three main characters in Heart to Heart? Oh, fuck. I don't know. I mean, Parker Posey was an incredible choice for Jennifer Hart. So I kind of want to go with that. And then Allison, Janie, 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 Janie. I don't know how to say that uh for max but this is just off the top i have not had time to think about it but for jonathan i don't know i love parker posey as as jennifer hart though let me think about jonathan for a minute i mean i have no answer myself so yeah. i just put you on spot just jonathan's hard because it's hard to imagine at this point a male actor that's so likable <laughs> It's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't really think of a mm. male actor that I'm like, oh, God, I just love you. Like, I just love you. I feel like mm. from Burn After Reading, George Clooney in that role is that oh, scampy damn. sort yeah. of, but I don't want to say. Dare I say George Clooney is too old. Oh, really? <gasps> I, wow. I, I, I'm sorry. Huh. But I How believe. How old is he now? He's, uh, I'll look that up. I'm going to guess he's 60. That's not too old, is it? Yeah. How old are they supposed to be? I always <laughs> assume that the hearts are in there. Like when we meet them, they're, that Jonathan is in his mid-40s and Jennifer's in her mid-30s. What about Sigourney Weaver for Jennifer Hart? Oh my Hart? God. Well, Sigourney Weaver, I think, should play the villain. of. Yeah, she should be like, the I think she should be the- in, in, She should be the Moriarty. Yes. yes, like like for every element, she should be the villain. Yes. Um, 1961. Uh, George Clooney is 61 years old. Oh. Okay. I don't know. I don't think that's, I think that's too old. I think that they need to be in their 40s. Wow. Okay. Because 40s makes sense to me with the, with the uh, amount of wealth. <sighs> And the amount of restraint with said wealth. <laughs> you know who would be incredible, actually? The best? Sharon Horgan and 
Rob Delaney. Rob Delaney. Oh my god. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be ideal. Well, that would be ideal. And if they were writing it too, it. oh my god. Honestly, at this point I can't argue I think that's, with that. At that's that's my number that's, one pick, I think. That's pretty amazing. I think that would be that's great. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. If you uh listeners, if you haven't watched the series Catastrophe, mm-hmm. uh which is on HBO or no, it's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh beautiful, beautiful four seasons, right? I think so. Four British seasons, so it's <laughs> it's uh 24 episodes of television. Huh. It's it's the equivalent of one season of Heart to Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really good. Wow. And it is truly fantastic. Uh, and when you talk about chemistry between oh two actors, yeah, Rob Delaney and Sharon Horgan, honestly, do capture a uh, Hartian, yeah, chemistry. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that that's my top pick. I think that's brilliant, Joe. Do you have any? And I, I can't. I can so in easily inhabit that vision of heart to heart that yeah. I, I need not. Yeah, Delaney not is such a puppy that. too. He's, yes. he's like such a, a a puppy. Yeah, that works. Like just kind of dumb, but uh-huh. <laughs> well, see, I don't see him that way. I see him as like as sharp. I think mm-hmm. I feel like that character is like gets tripped up because he's he's a pleaser. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Um, I love that character, and I love that character for him. Mm-hmm. But I think that he is also like just. So of that same school of, of handsome, same show of handsome as uh, Robert Wagner. Yeah. As a character that would, would need to fulfill Joe's black tie fantasies. Yeah, exactly. Sidney Sheldon and Joe's black tie fantasies. <laughs> Rob Delaney can <laughs> pull that off fantasy. as Contrarian Horgan, who is oh my God. brilliant and s- stunning. Yes. But I think that I love that she's, of course, redheaded. And he's like the classic handsome, mm-hmm. dark, tall, dark, and handsome, very tall, dark, and handsome. Um, but also, I think he just has that little sparkle, that twinkle in his eye, the wit yes, that Robert totally. Wagner has. Yes. Like that's yeah, an RJ exactly. trademark, like the, mm-hmm. the mischievous uh, smile, like kind of just that little, just always about to wink, mm-hmm. that yeah. vibe. And an extra but twist. Max? Max, an extra little twist, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I think that could be amazing. Why would they have such a young <laughs> valet? <laughs> Why is everyone British? Uh, oh, I, know, I don't. I don't. I honestly don't think. I think they He's can't British. be British. Max, uh, none of them. Like well, I, Sharon I, Horgan does does a great American. Accent. Yeah, yeah, she can do I, it. Uh, Irish works for me. Like Irish, <laughs> Irish is okay. English is not okay. Like we get into bond territory when you put English mm. people in it. And I don't, I think that heart to heart <clears throat> is a particularly American response to bond. Uh-huh. Mm. Like mm. Max, Max says M or Q or both. The reason that he works is that he's like from New York. <laughs> he's the streets guy. Mm, yeah, that's true. Well, and Max has like a, not a gullibility. He has a vulnerability. Yes. Um, that that is the impetus for him getting in a lot of the scrapes or situations that he gets in. Like it's a it's the most b- bizarre blend of knowing it all and knowing nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. So 
to find an actor that embodies that. I don't think that the age factor is so much at play unless you want to honor the backstory of mm-hmm. Jonathan and Max. And that is a key component. Like there has to be something that bonds yeah, those two together. That's, that's just so. I don't know. Well, I'm I do th- think Rob Delaney is a great choice. I'm throwing Samuel L. Jackson into the Max mix. Oh, I love that. Yeah, huh. definitely. I think I need more time to sit with it, even though I threw this. Because Max, Max is the most difficult because he's our mm-hmm. most beloved character. Yeah. We'll we'll figure this out next next time next yeah, week when we we have uh, we have recap. some some full on recap action going on. Yeah, can we'll, it just we'll be Catherine O'Hara? You know we are doing a an episode next week. Or we can just we'll we'll talk about this. Some yeah, where we're going to more of more. We are literally just going to spend hours and hours talking about everything heart to heart. So we God. don't need to do this now. I yeah, know. I'm sorry. I just, you know, that that's my worst thing. And people don't know this, but every single week, every single time we've sat down to record this, almost every single time that we talk about all kinds of other things, just when we're trying to figure out when we're going to sit down and record yeah, this totally. pod, <laughs> yeah. someone has to tell someone, save it for the pod, yes. which yeah, exactly. is actually like yeah. Eric's. It's that's a quote that a thing that started completely with Eric. Eric had to say it to me three thousand times yes. to Joe it's on maybe two thousand times. Yeah, and yeah. It is. It is the it was murder family crest. But while we're on the save topic, save it for the pod. I did save it for fine. the pod, Joe. I'll save it for the pod. But do you know who Cherry Jones is? I know that name. She'd be a no, good. But what does Max. that have to do with Stalker oh. Channing being Max? This is Stalker true. Channing. Oh yeah. Do you know yeah. them? Okay, why is that Okay, we gotta stop, 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 yeah, stop. Okay, stop. Right, right. Ratings, ratings, we'll ratings, ratings. Ratings for Till Death Do Us Heart. Oh, wow. The options, in case you have forgotten, are <laughs> zero to five hearts. Hearts take the place of stars in a normal rating system in this. <laughs> what? I'm going with six. Okay. I get to start. I'm giving. Till death do us heart, a three. I enjoyed it. I did a lot of gymnastics to enjoy it. <laughs> it was like a little hard uh-huh. to enjoy, uh-huh. but I did enjoy it. And knowing that it was the last, this is again, knowing that it was the last piece mm. of media that we were going to um, be discussing, mm. I kept an eye out for finality. Um, yeah, but it was a fun episode. It was a very fun episode. I'm gonna call it an episode. <laughs> so three, three hearts for me. Uh, Joe. Yeah, I'm also going three. Uh, which I feel kind of bummed about because it is the last one, and it's. I wish it could have been higher, but the finality for me was the Max Child thing, which is weird that they didn't. It's like I did not want them to adopt that child, but it's also weird that they didn't write that in. And I'm sure the they don't want no Stephanie kids. Powers and yeah. Robert Wagner were like, no, the hearts are don't have kids and we're not doing that. So I'm glad that they didn't, but it does seem like I bet there was a lot of pressure to have that happen and be the final, like we ha- we finally have a family and we're complete yeah. and we won't like now we won't keep getting involved in murder plots, but yeah. this is what was missing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a, ch- a child, a child boy with a forty-year-old woman's Ugh, voice. Yeah, weird. So yeah, three, and I did enjoy it. It was 
fucking confusing as hell. And the whole doppelganger thing, obviously, we've been down that road before and it w- barely worked then. Why are we bringing it back? What's with the Jonathan doppelganger at the end that they're so rude to that Corey oh. Brewer called out? Very, very weird. I don't understand. I don't understand the delight in that. Clearly, like the writers, and they all had very, a lot of fun with that. I don't understand the 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 humor in it. I don't see the joke. So three. Here we go. True to form from beginning to end. Um, I'm gonna give it a four. Oh. It's a four because saber upair doppelganger <laughs> doppelganger. Um, <laughs> Strawberry blonde hair. Um, (laughs) Beware. Um, (laughs) No, I mean, I I just have to. I have to. I got to end on a semi high note just for my own sanity. Yeah. Um, But also for me, like, it really is like things like them doing saber and you know, dressing this one character as 1920s French Riviera. It was just amazing Mm -hmm. there. I meant to talk about it earlier in the pod, but there's this great, like anytime something gives the hilarious echoes of the parent trap, I love, which they a million percent did when Simone busts into through the library, through this, the secret door on this, Mm -hmm. the bookcase it's super funny and then what's her face comes in and it always reminds me of the stepmom with the sticks the mountain lion stick gag i don't know um it's we don't know that gag it's um it's just mean-spirited shit that uh <laughs> twins separated because of divorce do but um you know i don't know <laughs> i'm just gonna go for because because i can be sentimental and i'm gonna own that I'm going to give it a four. When they burst into that room and they see two Jennifer Hearts, they say they multiplied <laughs> like rabbits. And I feel like they could have left the like rabbits off. Yeah. Because that implies fucking. <laughs> I, I, have, I obviously have nothing more to say about this episode. <laughs> uh, Till just... death do us heart gets 10 hearts, which qualifies as heart a heart attack we're going out oh, on a high God. note i guess yeah i guess and i don't get to ask ellen what we're doing next oh my god uh, because what we're doing next is nothing well no we're doing something <laughs> <laughs> goodbye we're going to do an all-out heart-to-heart recap of verse uh just <laughs> Blah blah blah. Anything that we've ever wanted to say, or anything that we've ever wanted to say. <laughs> everything about. we've been like, holding blah, back. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> all about like everything. It's like therapy. We're, we're gonna do it all. All my s- sacred notes that I've been not saying on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> yes. All my exes live in Texas. <laughs> and I do believe we will have a guest. Oh. I do believe we will have a guest. I have to confirm said guest, but I do believe we'll, we will have a guest. Well, guest, I hope to see you. <laughs> Mystery mystery guest yeah is it danny devito no it's but rob delaney close. and sharon horgan it's <laughs> well that will be fun to do and then we'll, we'll right we'll, we'll clearly more, this is the more moment to do. Where, yeah our souls are dying this this episode we it's funny how much how like we just avoided talking about the movie for so long because it's like we just don't want it to end i know the finality of this is weird it's like the end of our last 
episode of the TV show podcast where we just could not end it. And we kept talking and it kept trailing on and on and on. But uh, it's so Admittedly, sad. we also have done that in other episodes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we're still not great at podcasting in general. But no, yeah, no, not. we don't. I we don't mean, know what we're doing. It's a work in progress. Ugh. Save it for the pod. Um, or don't. Listeners, thank you for being with us. Mm-hmm. Whether you have listened to one episode or a hundred. So I'm sorry. Um, thank you for hanging out with us. Mm-hmm. We're not done. All I know is that we're not done. I don't know what we're going to do next, but I do know that we're not done. So I hope that you are with us when we do Wait, whatever the done? fuck we do after this. Yeah. Is it going to be hard to hard again? <laughs> is it going to be a different? Honestly, if we show? decided to start hard to hard again from the top, I would be down. Um, especially if we can get some guests who are involved in the show. No, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, that would make it worthwhile. And, we might do a thousand fun. bonus episodes. Just yeah. get ready for that. I think this is a moment where I realize that maybe for some folks, and I, I guess I don't actually know. I defer to you, Eric. For some podcasts, if they were to reach the end of this first phase, because it is just one big, long heart-to-heart explosion, um, that we would have written something very heartfelt uh, reflecting on this (laughs) and marking the end of this moment. But I guess we're technically not over-over until the recap. But... Yeah, I would do it all again. Mm-hmm. I would probably consistently drink less or way more. <laughs> um, I think it's it's something for me. I'm a devoted lover. So revisiting the series is just, just a part of my life. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Joe, yeah. you're... You're, you've become the Joe of a few words. I've become, Are you crying? Yeah, because I've Are also, I was just thinking, I've also become a devoted lover. Mm. I do uh, love this show. I love it so much. Well, then I'm going to suggest that It Was Murder turns to It Was Murder 2, where Joe and Ellen fight to the death to, <laughs> to decide who is the devoted lover. Hey. It will be murder. It's a battle of wits and sabers. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. can you imagine the drama, folks? <laughs> oh, my tedious, repetitive over-talking. Where would my... My, my, my bullying, where would it begin and end? bullying. Where would my allegiances lie? <laughs> Ooh, that is intriguing. I oh don't goodness. know. We'll Either talk way. about it next week. We have to save it for the pod. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we got to save it for the pod. All right. All right, listeners. So please don't don't unsubscribe yet. <laughs> don't <laughs> we got unsubscribe, unsubscribe ever. There, could, there couldn't possibly be anyone who would listen to this episode as their first encounter with this <laughs> Right? I think I mean, that about, I possible. actually think that about every single episode that we do, I have this anxiety that somebody would be like, I'm going to try this and then just be like, I can't listen to that low voiced woman question mark swear anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I will say as a devoted podcast listener, I do jump in wherever said podcast no! is. And then if I dig the people, I will uh, go back to the very beginning and Uh-oh. Do the whole thing. Uh, so we don't have to worry about anyone going back to the beginning. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Anyway, and also, if you guys want to talk to us, uh, please. Oh, wait, Joe has something important to say. Just I want to. Sh- I want to say thank you to the Sisslers again. I know I. I yes. love you guys, and thank you so much for being here with us. And and sending the Minute Maxes in has been so special to have those. Yes, it's been so great. It's a major, major yes contribution to this podcast yeah. and to our lives. Honestly, yes, <laughs> yes. I love you guys i love your uh contribution to our lives it was murder it's yeah. great thank you so much yeah. for doing that Amazing. We really appreciate it this goes to uh jackie and rachel as well mm-hmm. yes. this goes to lorena this goes to to danny this goes to sky and like every everyone that's listening everyone that's been a listener and that has talked to us throughout yeah. this these past what two years two oh years god Right? Hi, Margaret. 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 The home office. Home office. Margaret. Keeping money penny. Keeping yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> keeping shit legitimate. Keeping us on track. <laughs> keeping the statistics. <laughs> I mean, really. Thank you so much. Like, what the fuck? Thank you. Yeah. It's been uh, so fun. And we'll, there'll it'll be continued to be fun <laughs> on our next episode. Yeah, no, we'll figure it out. We'll, we're going to figure out what we're going to do. Stop but, acting like it's over. Please come back for next week. Where we discuss everything that we feel like discussing about heart to heart with a special guest, I hope. And uh, And some sort of follow us on Instagram at It Was Murder Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at It Was Murder Pod. You can email us at It Was Murder Pod at gmail.com. Yeah. You can watch all these episodes in a multitude of ways. Uh, My favorite is to rent them from Scarecrow Videos. So you go to scarecrow.com and you sign up for a membership Mm -hmm. and you rent a season at a time or whatever. I don't know how they're doing this at this point. Uh, I do know that Corey J. Brewer, our hijacked convert. What was his? What's his? Is that his name? Ambushed convert. convert. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has been watching these movies via Scarecrow. So it's all available to you. Um, yeah, that's it. I have nothing more to say tonight <laughs> except for good night, freeway. Good night, freeway. Good night, freeway. And little freeway? Junior. Freeway, freeway junior. junior. Freeway junior, junior. Good night, freeway junior. And junior, night, junior. junior. Whose real name was Dirty Harry. The little dog? <laughs> the, new, the new dog. Freeway Jr. is named Dirty Harry. Freeway Jr. Jr. What was his name in the episode? Did they even say? Oh, no, no, no. Not the puppy. Oh. Oh. The new Freeway Jr. Freeway Jr. Oh. What was the free, the new puppy's name? Did they give it a name? No. Probably Freeway. Good night, Freeway. <laughs> glad, we, glad we took that time. Yeah.